Hey there, fellow ventures and creative souls. I'm Heather, your elopement and wedding photographer turned business coach. Welcome back to Wildpreneur. Let's get started. Okay, so today I thought we would dive into some mindset shifts that I had in 2023 or that I've helped other people inside of my coaching programs have during 2023 that I thought might help you going forward into 2024. So I just want to dive into these topics, give some examples, really talk through it and go through what kind of mindset strategies can you add to go along with your business strategies? Because really these things go hand in hand. You need strategies, you need planning, you need marketing, you need all of those really business type of things. And you need to be in the flow of your creativeness and you need to be able to have room and space for mindset changes and give yourself the opportunity to have that mindset growth to go along with your business plans and strategies. Okay, so I'm going to go over my top seven mindset shifts that I had in 2023. The first one is all about taking action. Number two is about celebrating every win. Number three is about the power of and and both. Number four is about being present and staying in the moment. Number five is that you have the power to evolve and change. Number six is the power of yet. Okay, let's dive into number one, take action. So this is probably one of my favorites to coach people on and to really dive into with people. Because a lot of times in our mindset, I think we think when the timing is perfect, when everything falls into place, when I feel motivated, when this perfect thing happens, when X, then Z. But we need to get out of that mindset of when X, then Z and just take action. Why? Because when you do the thing and you show up, you build confidence in yourself. And when you build confidence, you take more action. And when you take more action, that gives you proof that your hard work pays off and that ends up giving you the confidence to move forward and get the results you were seeking. Okay, so let's dive into number one, take action. This might be one of my favorites because I love to take action. I'm a mover and a shaker and I like to do. I am a doer. I do find, however, that a lot of people that I coach have a lot of fear around taking that next step. They have fear around taking action. And so they'll tell themselves, I'll wait until the perfect time or the perfect circumstances or until X happens, then I'll do Y. But when we wait, a lot of times we never actually take the action. So it's really important to go ahead and take the action because when you do the thing and you show up in your business, you're going to build confidence. And when you build confidence, it gives you proof that you can do the hard things inside of your business and you continue to do those hard things. And that builds on itself. As you put in the hard work and you see results, you take action and you see results and you build confidence, you continue to build that momentum and it just picks up speed as it goes. Whereas if you sit and you wait for the perfect time, that perfect time might never come and you're not building that momentum and your business is not growing, but it's staying stagnant. Okay, so let's relate this to something in real life. For example, when I was coaching people, I often took what was called a PR at the beginning when they first started coaching with me. So PR is just a personal record. So when somebody starts with me, we lift as much as they can. That's their PR. That's their personal record. And then we might go back and test that in a month. We might go back and test that in a quarter and test that at the end of the year. And they can see the gains they've made. However, if they were waiting for the perfect time until they got to a certain strength before they showed up at the gym, they would never get those results. But if they show up consistently, they build that muscle to show you up every day and doing the workouts and building the muscle and strengthening the muscle leads to new PRs. So by the end of the month, they would have a new PR. At the end of the quarter, a new PR. At the end of the year, a new PR. And that came from just showing up every day, building the confidence to add weight and build strength and using those muscles on repeat 
builds strength in those muscles and it tells your mind you can do it and it builds confidence in that. So it's the same in our business. We need to flex our muscles and strengthen our muscles and do the steps every day that are going to lead us to where we want to get eventually. And if you never start, you don't have that motivation to get going and you're not getting the momentum you need to drive your business forward. So at the end of the year, you look back at your goals and you didn't go very far because you never actually took action in the beginning. You were waiting for the perfect time to take action. It didn't happen. And now your business is stagnant. However, if you jump in, you hit the ground running in 2024 and you start right away with your big goals and you dive all in and you just take action and it might be imperfect at the beginning and you might make mistakes. But you're going to learn from those mistakes and you're going to continue to take action and build confidence and build momentum in your business. And by the end of the year, you can look back and see how you've had growth. And you'll probably see that in your revenue and your profit and your numbers. You're going to see growth because you took action. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example from inside of my coaching program. I'm going to change the names. But we I had two people start at the same time. Let's say client one is Jill and client B is Courtney. Okay. So Jill jumped all in within 12 weeks. She had her paid ads up and running and she was a pretty new business. She'd only been in photography as a business for about a year. She had only booked one elopement ever before that. And within 12 weeks, she had some bookings coming in within six months. She had shot her first couple elopements. And by the end of the year working with me, she had fully transformed her business and was fully booked. Whereas Courtney, when she came in, she had already been in business for a long time. She had some bookings already coming in, but she wanted to make a pivot. She wanted to change her pricing. She wanted to get more elopements and less weddings. She was making a change in her business. However, she was afraid to put into the paid advertising because it's something she had never done before. It took her nine months before she ran her first paid ad. And in that whole time, she had some bookings coming in but they were still more the traditional weddings, not the booking she was looking for. And she was very frustrated. When she finally decided to give in and do the paid ads, she had four bookings within the first time of running her paid ads with her ideal clients. But it took nine months to get there with somebody who was more experienced and had more time in the business versus the person who dove in and took action right away within 12 weeks. So just like whether you're building muscle or you're building your business or you're growing in your life, whatever you're working on, taking action, taking that next step, no matter how scary it might feel or how unperfect the timing is, this is a really important thing for you to do because when you take action and you take that next step, it gives you momentum in your business and you're going to continue to grow and build. Even if you're taking action and maybe that doesn't turn out to be exactly the end result that you wanted, you're getting closer to your end result. So let's talk about number two. This is a really fun one. This is something we practice inside of my coaching programs and that is to celebrate every win. Big, small, little, and in between. And this is a really important thing to do for your mindset. So if you study mindset stuff at all, you'll hear it, that when you celebrate the little wins, it really helps your mind open up and expand to the big wins. And it, it helps you achieve those bigger wins because you're celebrating the little wins all along the way and you're giving yourself positive reinforcement. So one of the things you want to think about as when you celebrate very small improvements and wins, that leads to major progress and change over time. 
So how does this play out in real life? What's some examples we can think of? So inside of my program, for example, we have a space where everyone can go and kind of share their wins. People are hesitant at first, but I tell you, if you share your wins, it motivates other people, encourages other people they can see. You can do it. I can do it. It's a great thing. Plus, people love to come cheer you on and celebrate you. So a little win could be, I finally put my ad up, or my website's finally done, or I got an inquiry. It doesn't even have to be a booking. It just be the inquiry of your dreams. When you celebrate those little wins, it leads to big wins. So if you celebrate like, I finished the copy on my homepage and you celebrate that, that's telling you, your mind and those around you, that's a win. Let's keep going. And then you'll end up getting your whole website done and launching it. And then you're at your big win to celebrate as well. Or for example, if you get an inquiry with your dream couple, what I see a lot of people do a lot of times is they freak out and they'll they'll voice memo me or they'll drop me a DM and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I just got my dream couple booking. Should I lower my prices? I'm like, absolutely not. They're your dream couple. They see value in you. They're ready to pay your prices. They want to invest with you. And then they backtrack and they're so worried about the inquiry and how it's going to go and what's going to happen that instead of just celebrating and dancing in the kitchen and telling their friends and family and shouting it from the rooftops and being excited about this win and celebrating like I found my ideal client, I brought that lead into my business and I get a chance to get on a call with them and convert that to a sell. That's what you should be celebrating. Celebrate that little win. That way, when you get on the call, you're confident, you're excited, you've already celebrated the win and they can feel that excitement and celebration in your voice instead of this like hesitation, worry, concern. Come at it as a win already and those big wins will follow. Okay, so number three is the most powerful mindset shift I personally had. So the first two are definitely ones that are big and I've seen big mindset shifts inside of my community and the people I'm coaching. But this one was a big shift for me in 2023 and I'm hoping to just continue to expand on it in 2024. It has not only helped me in my business, but in my regular personal life. And that is the power of and both. This is when we take out black and white thinking, when we take away seeing one option or one opportunity and we try and open our mind and see a different perspective and see an and both opportunity. So this is when we see things as not good or bad or good versus bad or right versus wrong, but more of a and both. So there's a, for example, in business, there's a lot of things where there's experts out there all saying like, this is the way to do it. And what I will tell you is I have read a lot of those things and tried some of those things and they don't personally work for me and my business and I found something different. And then when I'm coaching, I tell people, this is what has worked for me. This is why I believe it works. And you can copy and paste it into your business business and see if it works for you. However, it could work for me and there might be a better way for you. And it might be different for you. So let's figure out what works best for you and your business. There's not always a one way is right or a cookie cutter answer for every single business. We need to open our minds, step outside of the box and see what else can be possible. It can be true that this works for me and this other thing works best for your business. So being able to hold space for the and both is really important in business. 
This also applies to when you're working with couples, right? So you might get your ideal couple on the phone and then they might throw something out there to you that you haven't ever experienced before that you don't have the answers to. What you can say is, I have experienced all of these things. I'm an expert in these things. I can definitely help you in this stuff. And this really cool, exciting piece that you're bringing to me, I need to do some research on that. I can't wait to dive in with you. So you can be the expert and you can have to do some research, right? You can be both. You can have an ideal client that has some things that maybe don't align perfectly with what you wanted to do, and you can help it fit into your vision, right? You can have your client's vision and dream wedding come to life, and you can get the portfolio work that you need. So what does that look like in real life? So one thing is a lot of times people are asking me like when they're getting their first elopements or whatever, they really need the portfolio work and they're having a hard time figuring out like, well, my couples want to do X, Y, and Z. It's not going to get me in the images I need or I can't use it for my portfolio. So how can you change that to an and? How can you shift your perspective? Is there one thing? So what I do is I shoot the entire day for my couples and I try and find at least 10 images of that day that will work really well to build my portfolio. And I take 10 photos that are for myself and all the other hundreds are for my couple. So you can serve your couple well and take care of your business at the same time. So that's the and and both. How can you shift your perspective and think outside the box so you can serve yourself, serve your business and also serve your couples really well? Another way to look at this is really in your personal life. This has helped me a ton in my personal life of being able to hold space for something and something else at the same time. So you can, for example, you can feel really disappointed in something and really happy at the outcome of something, right? So I've had feelings, for example, when I have booked a dream client, I've been super excited. Maybe it's my biggest wedding I've ever booked or the most on point for my ideal client or the best destination that I could ever dream of. And it happens to land on a celebration with my family and friends that I might miss. So I can feel at the same time, both excited and disappointed and hold space for both of those things. And that's a really important thing to learn as a business owner, because there's a lot of things in our life where we're going to feel two things at once, and it's okay to have multiple feelings. There's another way this came into play with me is kind of all the different hats I wear as a mom, a business owner, a partner, all those things. The year started and I realized that the schools had shifted the times that school started for my high schooler. And so I was really disappointed because that dipped into three of my yoga classes that I like to take. And I didn't know what I was going to do because I've literally been taking these yoga classes for 10 years and I couldn't imagine giving them up. And also I love my time of taking my kids to school, those crossroads, dropping them off at school, picking them up from school. There are really big reasons of why I do what I do because I want to be able to be present for those crossroads in my kids' lives. It took me some time, some sitting with it, some thinking, and I decided I would ask my daughter who is college age and she's going to a local community college and so she's still living with me. She happened to have those mornings free and I thought I can ask her for three times a week to take my son to school. That gives me the opportunity to go to yoga and it gives them time to bond and I still get to take him to school twice a week and pick him up all five days. So I still get to have my one hour yoga to myself and pour into me. My kids get time to bond with each other and my daughter gets to experience some freedom and some responsibility in taking her brother to school. 
And I just think it's really healthy and helpful for all of us. So yes, I felt a little disappointment that I wasn't able to be there for all five days. And I felt grateful that my daughter was there to help me. I'm sure my daughter felt a little overwhelmed with the extra responsibility and she's had so much growth and those two have grown closer over the year as they've had this opportunity. So this is an and both situation where I feel slightly disappointed and really grateful and where my kids might feel a little challenged and uncomfortable and they're experiencing growth and confidence. Okay, so practice the and both, the power of and both. I'd love to see what kind of changes it makes in your life and in your business, because for me, this was a huge game changer this year. Okay, number four is being present, staying in the moment. This is something I've been working on for probably a decade. It's a really difficult task for me. And I think for most humans, it's so hard to stay in the moment and to be present. A lot of times our mind is wandering to the past, which is where we feel we can lead into depression or it wanders to the future, which is when we lean into anxiety. But if we stay present in the moment, we can just take in what's happening right now in that moment. Stay grounded. Where are my feet right now? Stay present. Who am I talking to? And what am I doing right now? Staying present in the moment will help you in so many ways in your life and your business. One thing that I'll do in your in your business is it will change how you interact with your clients, right? So when you're on a consult call, when you are texting, when you are DMing with them, if you are fully present in that moment and not doing two things at once and not thinking about a hundred things when you're DMing them or texting them back, but you're staying present in that moment of talking and chatting with them, they are going to feel seen and heard and your conversion is going to be so much better because you are going to be able to show up, be present and serve them. And this thread is going to continue throughout the experience they have with you. So after those texts or DMs or initial emails, then you jump on the consult call. If you get on a consult call with a couple and you're really present and you're in the moment and you're not trying to listen to them and think of how you're going to respond because that's not being present, that's going to the future, then you're getting anxious about how you're going to respond. Instead, just listen stay in the moment, listen, really listen to what they're telling you, and then reply after they're done speaking and reply what really comes to mind in that moment instead of trying to think ahead of the perfect thing to say, because that's often when we overthink things and get ourselves into trouble. If you're present on that consult call, I guarantee you it will convert better. They will feel seen and heard and they will want to invest with you because you're investing your energy and your time and showing up and being present with them in that moment. And that thread is going to pull through to their wedding date and their elopement date. And that, my friends, if you can be present, fully present at their wedding day or their elopement day, that is a game changer. Your art will change and elevate. Your client experience will change and elevate. And I believe that you will also have a better experience. Being present and fully present and embodied when I'm out shooting weddings and elopements for my couples is really what I think makes me stand out as a wedding elopement photographer. My couples know that I am there fully in that moment for them, with them, all about them. And I think that is a game changer inside your business. Being fully present also gives you the opportunity to take back control of your time, your actions, and your mindset. So when you're fully present, you can use your time really wisely and be very intentional with your time and what you're doing in your time. You can also be really intentional about the actions you're taking 
in your daily life and how your mindset is so you're not wandering into the future or the past and wasting time in the future or past or being anxious about what's to come or what's happening later that day, but instead taking full control of the time that you have right now in this present moment. So let's put this into a real life example. And I'm going to go back to that example I gave you that I really like to be at the crossroads for my kids. And it's one of the reasons I love owning my own business and making my own schedule is because I can make sure that I'm present and I'm able to do pickup and drop off and all the little things that matter to me in the day of my kids' lives that add up long term, right? It's taking action right now in their day, being present in that moment and showing it for them. And that's something that I can do on a day-to-day basis because the freedom my business gives me. And I will tell you that being able to show up at drop-off and pick-up every day during my kids' life is a game-changer for them and for me in our relationship. Yes, it's only a few minutes. And yes, it's sometimes chaotic. And yes, it can be a pain in the butt. The drop-off, pick-up, trust me, it's not the best time for moms usually of the day. However, I have found that that time, for whatever reason, when kids are on their way to school or on their way home from school, and you're both kind of looking out the window, you're not making eye contact, they really tell you some of the big things that are happening in their life. They, this is the time that I found my kids share the most and that some of their biggest fears and anxieties come out, things that they're really thinking about. This is a good time for them to share with you. And I feel like that 15 minutes in the morning or 15 minutes in the afternoon, having those touch points, those crossroads has been a game changer for me in their life. And I really believe that me being present during that time, so not being on my phone, not talking to someone else, not listening to podcasts, just having the radio off and it's time for me to be present with my kids. That 15 minutes of full presence with them is so important. And so just finding time to really be present. It's really hard to be present 24-7. It's really hard in the kind of life that we live and just the way that we are. And it takes a lot of practice. So if you can just practice finding like 15 minutes a day with certain people in your life that you're going to commit to being fully present with it and then expanding that. So just like we talked about taking action, taking a small action at first, 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there, and building on that. So for me, it started with yoga, giving myself one hour a day at yoga because that was when I was really stressed. My kids were really little. My business was new. I was growing. I felt like I didn't have one minute to myself. I couldn't even figure out when do I shower? When do I eat? Right. So giving myself a full hour to go to yoga was like felt like this huge luxury. I also felt tons of guilt about it at the time. It was super hard for me to stay present and not worry about what was going on at home or what was I missing or what phone call or what email I should be at home. I shouldn't be doing this. Eventually, all of that quieted and I learned to be present for that one hour and giving myself that one hour to be fully present with myself and pour into myself, change my life, change how I show up in my life and change how I show up in my business. And it changed, transformed my business, transformed how I was able to show up for people. So learning how to pour into yourself, put on your oxygen mask first and being present for yourself a few moments a day and then finding times in your day to practice being present with other people is really important. And if you can start to learn to be present, be in the moment and take control of your time, your actions and your mindset in the present moment, you'll have big transformations. Okay, so number five is you have the power to evolve and change. I'm all about pivoting. If you've been around for a while, you know that I pivot all the time. I went from being a lifestyle photographer to a wedding photographer to a destination wedding photographer to an elopement photographer to a destination elopement photographer to a business coach. I am constantly pivoting. 
And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. In fact, I celebrate it. Most artists, most entrepreneurs, most people who are of that kind of mindset are people who want to pivot, who want to evolve, who want to change. We're not really the typical, let's just clock in nine to five and do the same thing every day over and over. This is a, a space where you get to be creative. And if you come into this space looking for creative freedom and time freedom and financial freedom, which is, I believe, why a lot of people become entrepreneurs and creative entrepreneurs, if you tell yourself that you have to niche down and you can only do one thing, you have to be consistent and do that one thing every day, you are going to probably burn out just like you would in a nine to five. Instead, you need to give yourself the room and the space to be a creative, to have creative ideas, to evolve, to change, and to pivot your business often. So it's great to set big goals and share those goals. And when you're ready to make a pivot or a change, just start writing those goals down, sharing those goals with people who you know who will celebrate you and support you before you even have to put them out there in the world. And you'll start to see where that evolution is headed and why you want to make that pivot. And when your why becomes clear, you're on fire and nothing's going to stop you from making that change and evolving. Okay, so mindset shift number six is the power of yet. I love this one. And this one's I have been really practicing this year and I had a practice recently and I'll share that story with you in a minute. But the power of yet means instead of saying I can't, I don't, I won't, you say I can't yet, I don't yet, I'm unable to yet. And changing that frame like the way you frame your words, your mindset, all of that, having that shift to a yet is so powerful. So for example, I, if you're talking to your partner and you want to do something, you're not ready to afford that house or that investment right now, you can say instead of we can't make that investment or we can't afford that investment. How about we can't afford that yet? Or if you don't know how you're going to do something, like you know, for example, I knew I wanted to create a podcast last year and I knew that I didn't understand how to do that yet, but I knew it was coming. And so I set the goal that by the end of 2023, I would figure out how to do a podcast. But at the beginning of 2023, my goal was just that I wanted to do that. And then I used the power of yet to say, I don't know how to do a podcast yet. I don't have a podcast yet, knowing that it would come true soon enough for me, that it was a not that I would never figure it out, right? Or I don't have a huge following yet. Whatever the thing is that's holding you back, I don't have money to invest. I don't have time. Change it to I don't have time yet. Or maybe I want to go full time, but I can't because I'm in my nine to five. Change that to I'm not ready to quit my nine to five yet. I will be able to go full-time eventually, right? I'm not full-time yet. So just changing that mindset, the power of yet is amazing. I'm gonna share a really personal one that recently I applied for a mastermind that I wanted to be part of it. I was super excited about it. And um, the price point wasn't there. You had to apply and they got back to you. And when I found out that it was a 25K painful investment, I did not have that investment yet. I know I don't have that investment yet. And I also know, I said to them, I want to do this and I don't have the investment yet. When will you be opening your doors again? And so my goal is next time they open their doors, I will have that painful investment. I don't have it yet, but that doesn't mean I won't have it or that I can't do that in the future. So sometimes it's just setting the goal, giving yourself time to get there 
but not telling yourself you can't, you don't, you won't, just not yet. The timing's not perfect, but we will get there. So set your goal and let you know that maybe it's not yet, but it's coming. The power of yet, it's amazing. Okay, and so the last one is about challenging your stories. So we all have narratives. This is what we do as humans. I don't know about you, but I love people watching and I love sitting in airports or Disney pla- Disneyland, places that are Disney. Places that are dizzy. Places like Disneyland that are busy, <laughs> where lots of people, and I love seeing people come and go and hearing little pieces of what they're doing. And I make up little stories in my mind of their lives and what's happening. I love creating narratives. And I think as humans, that's what we do. We love to create a narrative of why is someone behaving the way they're behaving or what's happening around us. We create stories. Unfortunately, a lot of times those narratives and stories are just untrue. And so we need to be really careful about the narratives and stories we're telling ourselves about ourselves. So a lot of times we get these narratives wherever they may come from. They can come from our past, our history, whatever. You know, we have a lot of narratives in mindset um, stories around money. A lot of times I hear a lot of talkers say things like, I'm not good with money. I'm not good with numbers. So that's a really like, again, we need to reframe that. Okay, so telling yourself this story that you're not good with money or numbers. Well, photography actually has a lot of math involved and a lot of numbers. If you think about all the settings and the things that we're doing, you are good with numbers, actually. So reframing your story and your narrative. And if you're not good with money, instead of saying I'm not good with money, just start practicing. Change that. What can you do so you can start to feel more confident with your money? so that you can change your narrative and your story around that and stop feeding into negative stories and narratives about yourself because you really want to reframe that stuff for your mind. So I want you to challenge yourself. How do you talk to yourself and what kind of stories and narrative do you have to yourself that maybe are negative that you can switch and change that story around? And then taking that outside of yourself into people around you. So a lot of times we make judgment calls or we have stories or narratives about why people might be doing what they're doing or why they might be acting the way they're acting, but we don't really know. So again, giving people a lot of empathy and grace and space because we're all human and we're all imperfect and we're all doing the best we can and making up a story about someone else that we don't know the truth about is not usually helpful. Okay, so what does this look like in business? This is one thing I see a lot when I'm coaching people. They will call me and tell me they got the best inquiry or something amazing happened or they did the best consult call. And then I got ghosted and I don't know, they just disappeared and I don't know what to do and I'm so sad and why did they go away? And it must have been my pricing. And they just make up all these stories and narratives. And a lot of times I'm like, well, did you even reach out? Did you find out why they canceled or why they no-showed or why they ghosted? And as I'm talking to them, no, they just gave up. And then they started making all these stories in their head about they don't like my art or I'm not priced right or they found someone better. And I said, okay, so reach out. So I tell people, reach out. Let's send up a follow-up email. Let's find out what the real story is instead of making up stories that we don't know about because that's not real data. And we don't want to change our prices or change our messaging or change our art depending on stories and narratives that we're making up about other people. And a lot of times when you follow up with these couples, you'll find out something 
happened. They got busy. They got stuck in traffic. Somebody got sick. Something happened and they could no longer make that call. And it just wasn't a priority for them to reach out, unfortunately, because they were busy and bombarded with other things. And when you follow up, they're usually grateful. And they're like, oh my gosh, I am so glad you reached back out because you never know. They might feel embarrassed and they don't want to reach out now because they didn't get a chance to tell you and they flaked on you. And now they're embarrassed to contact you. But if you reach out and you find out, oh, what happened and how can I best serve you? And is there a better time to talk? A lot of times you're going to find out that the narrative you're telling yourself about why they ghosted you isn't even true. And they're going to be so excited that you reach back out. And that lead is going to turn into a booking. The lead that you thought was just going to fall through the cracks will now turn into maybe one of your best bookings. And I know this to be true because I've coached so many people on this and I've done it in my own business where I'm fretting and I'm thinking all these horrible things and then I reach out to the couple and I find out it has nothing to do with me or my prices or my art or my business. It was something completely unrelated and they were just embarrassed and didn't want to reach back out. And they're so glad that I followed up. They usually get on a call and go ahead and book. So again, challenge your narratives and your stories about yourself and about others. Okay. So I hope that these mindset shifts that I have worked with other people and myself on in 2023 will be something that you can take into 2024 with you and can be helpful. Even maybe there's just one in here that resonates with you, one that's a really good takeaway for you. Let's focus on the things that you think will make the biggest changes and impact on your business. So let's do a quick review. The first one was take action. Whatever you're thinking about, just do it. Just take the action, do it. It might be imperfect, but it's going to build your confidence and your strength, and it's going to help your business have the motivation and the momentum to move forward. Number two is celebrate every win, the little, the big, and the in-between. When you celebrate the little wins, it tells your brain that you're doing a good thing, and it helps you continue to move on and get the bigger wins. Number three is open-minded being open-minded, using the power of and both. So when you're talking to yourself, remember, you can feel two things at once and both. And you can do two things at once. Two things can be true at once. So using the power of and both. Number four is all about being present, staying in the moment for yourself and for those around you. And number five is having the power to evolve and change. Give yourself permission to evolve and change and pivot because that is how we grow. And number six is the power of yet. Sometimes we're not there yet, but that doesn't mean we can't get there. And number seven is to challenge your stories and narratives about yourself and about others. All right, Wildpreneurs, that's a wrap today. A huge thanks for tuning in and sharing this adventure with me. Don't forget to drop a review. You might just score a free one-on-one coaching call with yours truly. Imagine the trails we could blaze together. Next episode, we're going to be diving into... How to create pricing that converts. I know we're at the beginning of a new year and everyone is questioning if they should change their pricing, up their pricing. What should they do with their pricing? So that's what we're going to be talking about next. So make sure you tune in and until then, keep blazing trails and stay wild. Mm-hmm.